It's a very personal, very important thing. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Here it is. Show me the money. I'm rich, bitch! What's up, guys? Welcome back to uh, Under the Covers, presented by No Easy Buckets. Uh, the crew is back once again, but we must start out with the most important news of the month of November, and that is that Derek Mason is coming back for 2020 as the head coach of uh, the Vanderbilt Commodores. And, guys, I will open the floor to you guys to um, uh, pour out your uh, your sorrows. I'm a big believer in Derek Mason. <laughs> I know they're trash, but congrats to the guy. <laughs> it's a big My or- guy. Big ordeal for this pod, especially Jacob. So, yeah. congrats, buddy. Yeah, thank you. I, uh, as one who's predicted his uh, termination of his employment agreement since the beginning of the year, I'm pretty bummed by the uh, news. But big ups to him because that'll probably be another easy W next year, seeing as how they cannot score. Mm-hmm. So here's the Derek Mason getting lucky number seven without a winning record. So without ever having a winning record. So it is pretty amazing the stuff he's done. Yeah, I mean it's he's really set the tone in the conference. Um, and uh, still rocks that vest every week. So he's I'm, going to I'm excited. He's going to guarantee the AD his job <laughs> for the Tennessee game for like the third year in a row. He's like, I got this. Dude, I, I am it would, it would I'm fully prepared. Year, I think, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, fourth. But still, like if Vanderbilt beats Tennessee four years in a row, that will never happen again in 100 years, you would think. Right? Oh, they'll well, put up a statue. I'm put up a fully, statue I'm fully prepared for um, uh, Vanderbilt to ruin Tennessee's bowl, bowl hopes next week. So I'm uh, already locked in. I may have to pull out my own million-dollar lock uh, next week. You got that. them losing to Missouri this week then? They only need one. <laughs> I mean, I'm oh. just saying the card, the stars are going to align for uh, Mr. Mason to – That would be incredible. To ruin their year. That would be. <laughs> <laughs> <Old> predictions. <laughs> I would um, trust but- football again. But uh, but yeah. So I mean, last week both of our teams uh lost to two playoff teams. Um, and uh, well, I mean, most likely Alabama. You know, it's a pretty good shot to get in. But uh, we got we got beat pretty bad. But uh, Ole Miss and and LSU had a pretty exciting game, at least. Uh, definitely the fourth quarter. Oh yeah, that's so, pretty fun. It's a guaranteed lot. You were down there, right, Clay? Oh, we we were uh, on campus and in the stadium. Note to self: next time not playing the number, next time playing the number one team in the nation, do not go down twenty-eight to nothing. Mm-hmm. It makes it a little more difficult than uh, it otherwise could have been. That's what I've heard. But uh, LSU's a good team. We hit yeah. that over, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we lost that under. But I got <laughs> it's one. All right. I went. I went two I, and I three. I went two and three. So I I apologize for anybody who rode Navy. Like that was that was that was horrible. And then of course, Baylor. I got to talk about Baylor. Why blow? You're up twenty eight to three in the first half. They did not score in the second half. Like, come on. I know. Huge choke job. Terrible. At Oklahoma, in the corner of the ropes. Yeah. And they just let him go. How do you do nothing in the second half against that defense? That awful Oklahoma defense. But they were fraudulent. Mm-hmm. That was that was right there. It would have been fun to uh, just get the news cycles for the next two weeks when you have an undefeated Big Twelve team that doesn't make the playoff. That would have been. It's not even uh, ranked in the top ten or something. Exactly. That would have just been fun 
to see everybody uh, jump, you know, flip over backwards and everything. I mean, we had some two good with Minnesota and Baylor going undefeated as long as they did. We had some pretty good, uh, some pretty good stuff for Sports Center to talk about. But those are the football equivalent of uh, bracket busters. Now we can make those <laughs> jokes with the playoff bracket, right? Oh, we can. We can. Uh-huh. We would have been talking about Memphis being that that team still if yeah. they wouldn't have lost to Temple, which we all predicted correct. But yeah, all predicted for likely, but from September. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, Memphis, real deal. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, so we had uh, you know, some good games last weekend. Obviously, um, uh, some great news this week with Derek Mason, our guy or my guy. Um, but uh, we don't uh, – no callers this week, so it's going to be quick picks. Uh, or, uh, we're going to blow through them uh, with some winners. So why don't we jump ahead and get into it. Um, why don't you uh, lead us off this week, Clay? All right, let's go ahead and just – told you all we were riding them every week until the Black Friday showdown against Cincinnati. Memphis minus 14 at South Florida. They covered for us last week at Houston. South Florida actually did us a little dirty last weekend covering against uh, USF, I mean, uh, Cincinnati, but we're, we're just on the Tigers. It's all about the Tigers. Memphis minus 14. Yeah, that was a, that was a sneaky little cover there by uh, USF with uh, Cincy last week. But, uh, but they at least uh, Cincy got the win so that we still get that matchup. The Black uh, Friday so, division title game. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> This is this is why they put a playoff system into place for Black Friday AAC matchups like this. It is. This is what they had. This is what they envisioned. Um, so you got Memphis uh, minus fourteen. Uh, got to keep going. Hopefully, get that Cotton Bowl. Really need to see what fans travel for that. What uh, what Ole Miss and Tennessee fans end up going to that game to watch Memphis. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so we'll jump into your first uh, first game, Mike. I'm sorry, Clay. I'm taking South Florida plus 14. Oh, I head to head off the bat. Yeah, right off the bat. I had to do this. And this is not really much of numbers. This is more or less just a a look ahead spot for the Tigers. The conference is on the line. They got to win this week unless Navy drops one to SMU, which is another good matchup. Um, But this is, I feel like this is a look ahead for that Black Friday matchup. And South South Florida just keeps a little bit closer than we're comfortable with. Hey, Mike, I got a trivia question for you. What city is on your property tax note? <laughs> Memphis. <laughs> okay, just wondering. Ooh, he got you there. Um, so you're going with Charlie hey, Strong and the Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, give I mean me a, they've give me a scare. Yeah, I I could totally see Memphis uh Memphis uh screwing it up screwing up their destiny here but um but definitely hope they uh they get a get a win out of this one at least of course i want them to yeah. win clay i never <laughs> said i wanted them to lose all right uh, you, just just to lose. you just want clay to lose i was to just lose. curious in a question yeah uh what's uh what's your next one clay all right well we said we were gonna ride him until next week but he said he was already quoted saying that he was looking ahead to the big one against Ohio State. Shea Patterson already looking toward next weekend. He's coming off the best game of his Michigan career. He's due for a dud. Indiana plus 10. This Indiana team coached by Tom Allen, not 
a fraud. Mm-mm. They're coming off a tight game at Penn State. This I love this spot. Catch Michigan, Michigan looking ahead because they think they can contend with Ohio State. All this Michigan team has done has beat up on a bad Michigan State team. That's all that was last week. That Michigan State team is bad. Indiana plus 10 at home right here. Maybe even a little upset special. Shea Patterson look ahead game. Mm-hmm. Uh Nebraska wishes they were Indiana. That's what everybody thought Nebraska was going to be. Uh, but Indiana decided to come take that kind of uh, sleeper throne here in the Big Ten. Seven and three. Uh, good game last week against Penn State. I like your call. Shea, Shea can't do quick, it. Uh, quick, since you mentioned Nebraska, just a curious question. If Scott Frost just can't get it done there, are they just going to admit that it's broke now in Nebraska football and like it's not possible or what? I think yeah, I think you have to. I think I think that's what nationally they're going to say. I mean, those fans are crazy. They're going to be like, it's not the '80s anymore. Like it's just yeah, it's basically Tennessee. It's the same situation. <laughs> yeah, but there's no athletes around Nebraska. Yeah, you just can't. You can't recruit anybody there. No, it's not no. to win in today's game. No, and there's no the, the prestige is not like it used to be. Like those kids, I mean, they'd rather go to even Iowa or somewhere like that instead of. Or Iowa State instead of uh, Nebraska. I mean, there's just no pool. There. I bet Nebraska's played in like two bowl games since kids graduating high school to, today have <laughs> been alive. Seriously? I, no, yeah, I don't. I don't doubt it. Back in the sorry, just had to ask a Nebraska question. Dude, schools are schools are bellying up more on paying for these players. Let me tell you. <laughs> what? Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're not going to the big schools. No. They're uh they're uh spreading the wealth. Um, what's your uh, what's your next game, Mike? All right, so we've got Abilene Christian traveling to Starkville to play the Mississippi State Bullies. I'm on the total. It's 57. I like the under here. Total's gone under in seven out of the last ten home games um, for the Bulldogs. I don't think it's going to be aggressive with the play calling on Moorhead's end. They should keep it simple, run the ball majority of the game. I just think this number's a little too high given that. Kylan Hill, he's questionable with lower body injuries, and there's really no point in playing him. You get a short week to prep for the Egg Bowl on Thursday. Starters should be pulled early. I just like this being low. Yeah, it's going to be a drag. Uh, Coach Coleman at the ACU grad. Uh-oh. That's true. Really? Wonder if he'll make the trip down. Make the trip to the Ville for the game. I could see. I could see him uh, upper deck at the very top with like back to the wall, just standing there for like forty-eight minutes. <laughs> just, just like posted up, watching the whole game. That would be great. I can too. Yeah, just like with an Abilene Christian. Uh, uh, polo, like, like shitty bookstore polo, yeah. or like one of those uh, like uh, bright purple, like little wind jackets, windbreakers. Oh yeah, that for he's sure. Had for his entire life. <clears throat> Got it when he was a sophomore there. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can get him, uh, get him down there. Hopefully, hope hope to see him. This is um, a six thirty game too. How bad is that? Oh my god! Ooh, you know what man. I'm not going to be watching? That we're not going to be that watching game. That. <laughs> that game. Um, but uh. There's actually, I think, uh, what is it? We got Grizzlies. Uh, is it Grizzlies Lakers Saturday night? Or is Saturday, Saturday night. night? Oh, yeah. yeah so I'll definitely be watching that over this game. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so you got the under 57. 
Um, what's your uh, next game play? You know what's coming next. It's time to ride that white beard. <laughs> Illinois is getting 15.5 points on the road at Iowa, coming off the huge win against Minnesota. Lovey Smith and the boys, they get this win. They get number six. Then they start patting their, their bowl resume next weekend. This team has showed heart the last couple of weeks, winning at Michigan State outright. Illinois plus 15 and a half. Absolutely loving this Big Ten game right here. How do they keep giving us not just double digit, but like these lines for Lovey Smith? Like, what are they it's, doing? It's a, they're just not as smart as we are. They are. I, I mean, you could have just put all your all your money on Illinois for the last month and and not had to work again. I think they're four zero in the last four games. They are. They are. And that's I mean, the they've got some decent, some really good wins in there. Um. So I mean, that's yeah. I mean, Iowa obviously not a fraud or anything like that. But I mean, that that's a high line. I mean, they may not even score fifteen points in the total total in the game. So. Um. But uh. But yeah, definitely can't doubt the beard. I really like Lovey there. Hopefully, he gets another win. Just keeps it going. Love to see him in a New Year's or a, a late after Christmas bowl. Um. So, what is uh? What's your next game, Mike? I was gonna add. Um, you're eight and two. You're eight and two. If you faded the Bulldogs all year. So oh. Cool. But anyway, number three is Chad Morrisless Arkansas Razorbacks traveling to LSU. I got another total for you. Seventy. I like the under. It's way too high here with especially with Arkansas being 44-and-a-half-point underdogs. To, and this is, like, probably the largest line they've ever had of a difference. Large, okay. Largest SEC line in history. Wow. Yeah, and we thought the Vanderbilt-Florida one was bad the other day. Um, but they fired their coach two weeks ago. They're at a very low point in the program. Since they've played San Jose State, they've been a lot better pass defense-wise, which could maybe slow down Burrow a little bit. Um, Tigers do not have a great track record also when when laying 40-plus points, going 2-8 and eight against the spread in the last 10. Um, I just think this is just going to be a little bit early of a game. It's going to be mm-hmm. a snoozer. Yeah. Just give me an under on that. I mean, that, that number, just want they want you to take the under. I mean, I think it's probably like a 35 nothing game at halftime, probably something like that. 35-3, something, but then you – I mean, he'll probably pull everybody at halftime, but but still, I mean, there's probably not uh, – you know, I, I think LSU could easily cover and it still go under. So. My model says 55-10. to 10. <laughs> Your model. <laughs> <laughs> you working some Excel docs over there? Yeah, I got a little spreadsheet. Yeah. Hey, man, nobody doubts you. Um. But no, I mean that's. I think you got to get let Burrow cook a little bit in the first half. Maybe get two or three touchdown passes for his Heisman campaign, which may be wrapped up. It really may be, but um, but I think you probably let him get a couple. I mean, he's really close to forty. You don't want to put anything to chance next week. Um, but yeah, so under seventy. You're taking the under. Uh, what about you, Clay? Next one. Even before Mike just sold me on all those convincing points I had this game as well LSU Arkansas under 70 and a half all you really need to know is this Arkansas team's dead they're not scoring more than 10 so LSU LSU just needs to get a win get their defense sharpened up 
and then get ready for next week. And LSU is in winners; they're in the winner's share. Mm-hmm. We didn't. Uh, we did. What need to bring up though? Do the uh, Razorbacks have an advantage this week with Chad Morris not being on the sideline? Yes. I mean that we haven't factored that in. Did you factor that in your model, Mike? Say that again. <laughs> did you factor too in, too in Chad Morris? <laughs> did you yeah. factor in the advantage of Arkansas not having Chad Morris? Yeah, that took off like that actually added like six points. <laughs> exactly. That's why you didn't take the spread. You just stick with the under. It took the total up six um, points. Yeah. So anybody betting on the spread in this one, you gotta factor that in. Um so what's uh, so you're taking uh, you're taking the under as well, but all both of y'all are on it. So uh what's your uh, next game, Mike? I've got another American Conference game, Temple, plus ten and a half, traveling to Cincinnati. Kind of like the same situation with South Florida. I think Cincinnati's probably just in a look ahead to Memphis uh, mm-hmm. next week because I think they pretty much already have the conference championship locked up. I mean, they just kind of walk through here. Home game, you know, Temple's a good team. They've And Temple's won and covered the past three matchups against uh, Cincinnati. So I feel like this is just a good look ahead we can take advantage of. Um, and plus, Temple has a great defense ranked 21st in yards per play. And I just can't ride a double-digit favorite that's barely escaped wins against South Florida and East Carolina the past three weeks. Mm-hmm. No, Temple loves covering. They love coming in and beating the uh, the, uh, the top dogs in the conference. So I like that call. Um. So you got Temple plus ten and a half. Ten and a half. Oh, got the half point. I didn't even. I didn't even see that. Got to have the it. hook. Got to have the hook. Um, what's your uh, What's your next game, Clay? All right. Last but not least, my pick is. Y'all feel that? You what? know what that feels like. That feels like ninety eight. <laughs> Tennessee has another one coming this week. This team is showing November heart like Phil Fulmer is leading them through the tunnel. Plus five at Mizzou, but you know what? This week with the Vols, we don't even need them. <laughs> Vols are winning this game. Mizzou's over four in their last SEC games, scoring a com- combined 27 points. This Tennessee team, after starting one and four, has a chance to go seven and five and find themselves in a, in a Florida Bowl game. Tennessee, plus five is the pick right here. But if you want more money, the money line. <laughs> I love, love that. it. I don't know. I mean, you're you're setting it up so they're going to get bowl eligible before the showdown with Derek Mason. It's a bowl call. Oh, yeah. Next week will be a uh, just a letdown game. <laughs> How horrible does it look now that Kelly Bryant transferred to that program? <laughs> Losing to Wyoming in your debut. And then just I mean, what did people see for them to be hyped up like all year, all summer? Like all summer people talked about them. They act like Kelly Bryant like went out with injury or something that he didn't just lose his job to a freshman last year. Yeah, that he just wasn't really that great. <laughs> yeah, he was never like they would and not have been around Bama Clemson. <laughs> no, and that was around Clemson athletes. Yeah, exactly. I mean everybody looks better in that orange too. So Yeah, I mean you know. No. So, I mean. How do they not see that? <laughs> exactly. Not the, not the, the tennis, the vol orange, but the, uh, the one at Clemson, so the Tigers. But, but we have to give credit where it's due. And this Tennessee team, after we, we laughed mm-hmm. at them, 
Yeah. They have, they have shown just resolve. They have. They really have. You have to give them that credit. They have taken advantage of the SEC being down and, and winning some of those games. I mean, they could, like we were saying the other day, they could be looking at like a seven or eight win season if they didn't just screw up so bad in the uh, uh, the first couple of weeks of the season. Georgia State or Southern and BYU. Yeah, exactly. You hate to see it. You do. Um, but, yeah, so I like to call. You're going uh, with uh, them against Missouri. We'll see. I- I'm really hoping Missouri comes through for me. So we have the showdown next week, but we'll see. Uh, what's your uh, last game, Mike? This will tie into my double-digit dog of the week, but it's Western Carolina plus 57, 57. at Alabama. <laughs> Without Tua, I just don't believe this Mac Jones guy is going <laughs> to rack up that many points. This they're guy. Gonna, they're going to give the ball to Harris all day. When I mean all day, just for two quarters. And then they're going to play their other freshmen that are going to be the next guy. That's going to be the Mark Ingram or what have you. So this is just going to be pretty vanilla. Saban's already kind of in a hot position right now, just given his decisions last week to even play to her, the audacity. So just give me a – I mean, give me them. <laughs> give me them. <laughs> I'm just uh, going to fade them. No, I mean, that's a huge line. I think you're right. I think it's going to be just probably like 35 nothing or something. I doubt that uh, Carolina, Western Carolina scores, but he's not playing any of his start. I mean, we're going to have like, walk-ons out there in the third quarter for, for Bama after last week. How, you got all how the- did Saban not rest him for two weeks before Auburn? No clue. That game got Obviously, to get a whole lot more interesting. <laughs> Yeah, and, I mean, are they even a top-four team without Tua? Probably not. I mean, they're definitely not going to get the benefit of the doubt without him. So, I mean, if it's if there's uh, a better case for a couple other squads, then they're not getting in. But it's Bama, and they'll get in. So. But it's Bama, they'll get in. We, we say all that to say they're still going to go. <laughs> yeah, you can break <laughs> it down for two weeks on TV, but they'll put them in there. And then they'll be number three <laughs> or yeah, something. But nobody wants to play them if you get in there no, either. No, no. No, I mean, they, they, who knows this Jones kid? I mean, this guy that Mike doesn't like. Who knows? Maybe he's, maybe he's the guy. Mike has a personal grudge against Mr. Jones. I mean, he never did anything to you, but the model doesn't like him. Added some drama. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So that's that's the picks you're taking. Um, Western Carolina, and uh, that'll round out the ten. Y'all are going head to head on a couple. That'll be fun. Uh, well, you're going uh, in lockstep with the LSU under, but a head-to-head against uh, Memphis and USF, so that'll be fun. Um, but we'll go ahead and jump into uh, double-digit dogs real quick. Uh, you got something ready for us, Mike? Well, you just heard mine. It's Western Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Eight and four on the year with double-digit dogs. I like I like it. Yeah. No, I, I like the Don't call. What about get hot. Don't let you get hot. What, do you, what about you, Clay? Uh, this team is 2-0 for me. It's double-digit dog. They're in one of my picks. Fighting the line plus 15 and a half. Love it. That's a, that's a good – both of y'all going with your picks for the double-digit dogs. And I'm going to go with a pod favorite, at least for me, in double-digit dog, my old Dominion Monarchs. I knew it. I knew and uh, they are 1-9 <laughs> on the season, but they are a covering machine. I, I think all of their losses are almost by single – well, the, the ones against the actual – the major opponents. 
Um, and I lost them on the page. So I can't remember the number. It's uh, plus 14 and a half uh, at Middle Tennessee State. Um, a lot of stuff going on in Nashville. They're probably distracted by the Derek Mason news. So I'm thinking that Old Dominion comes in, catches a, the Blue Raiders on an off weekend, and uh, the Monarchs are going to you know, have a close uh, eight-point loss. So those are my guys. Okay. <laughs> so uh, anything else for you guys this week? Before we get out of here, let's, let's predict next coach fired. It's just oh. not Derek Mason. Jim must Moran. champ. My vote's must champ. That's, yeah, but he beat Georgia this year. He has the best win of anybody in the country. Is Are they really getting anybody better? He still has a hot seat. No. I think. I don't know. No. He's got they no, have they some can't fire. I would say Moorhead. Okay. Okay. Really let's let's have Moorhead. But I still don't think they fire him. There's or no, the loser of the Egg Bowl. Does Mississippi State – Matt Luke, if really, it is. Matt, Matt Luke's coming back. They already said that. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I didn't say if, that. If Moorhead goes 5-7, and are they really going to pull the plug on him? No, I don't think they would. No. I, I don't think can. One more The message boards are saying it. That's what I've heard. The, that some yeah, but they don't make the financial decisions. No, I know. <laughs> some people said that it's uh, Gene's page showing that's up. what that's what the person told me. That's what he looked like. <laughs> <laughs> Gene's page. Was it really? Gene Swindle. No, it's it's yeah. Oh god. I mean, I'm I say that sarcastically to uh, to say that um, it would take a lot. I mean, it would take a real embarrassing loss probably to do it. I think they're kind of gonna just. Uh, hope that Rutgers pulls him away, but more than likely he's our coach next year. I think Rutgers is doing the right thing and going Shiano. <laughs> think they're going to do it again? They do. Run it back. I think this is actually his third time there. I'd love that. But I think, honestly, realistic, before we Who's gonna do better? move on, uh, is uh, we could see Harbaugh being the next coach fired if uh, Indiana pulls it off and then he gets embarrassed by Ohio State next week. I could see that. Eight I can. and four? I can. That's I a know. lot of money, man. That'd be a big name. Probably not next coach fire, but that's probably the biggest name that could possibly go. Oh, yeah. I mean, if the AD's smart, he'll notice that Shea Patterson's graduating, so they can only get better. Now's their time. It's true. I don't know if they'll notice that. But, I mean, that's, that's a good huge. point. Yeah. <laughs> huge. Um, but then uh, the I do blowout. like – I mean – he definitely would get another job if he wanted it. Easily. Harbaugh, go to the Browns. <laughs> that probably, that Dude, honestly, if, that probably would happen. <laughs> if Cliff Kingsbury can parlay getting fired from Texas Tech into the Arizona Cardinals gig, Harbaugh yeah. would be fine. Oh yeah, and then if Kingsbury like didn't even have like isn't even having that bad of a season, like they're definitely hiring Harbaugh. Oh yeah, I would take Harbaugh. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, I think there's there's a couple of good games. I mean, the Penn State Ohio State game looks good to me. Uh, I think uh, that's going to be interesting to kind of a, a real test for them ahead of Michigan. Um, see, uh, you know, Penn State still has hopes for the playoffs that they could win out. Um, but there's a couple of good ones, and then uh, definitely Grizz Lakers though on a on a Saturday yeah, night. Hopefully, it's not a blowout. Yeah. Um, but anyway, guys, form doubleheader. Oh yeah, be the uh, the Ole Miss Memphis matchup uh, right after the uh, right before the uh, Grizz Grizz Lakers. So I hope y'all are having a fun Saturday at the Forum. Thanks, man. There will be. <laughs> but anyway, we'll get out of here. Like I said, no calls this week, so a little bit of a shorter episode. But I think we got some good picks 
and everything else. But um, we'll uh, obviously you're listening to this on Thursday or Friday, so make sure you get the bets in. I think all the games were on uh, all the games were on Saturday, so uh, you'll have all of uh, all of Friday to mull it over. But um, anyway, thank you guys once again. Always a pleasure. Always. Till next time. See you. Peace. I feel like this is a bad one Racked up too many mistakes Thought you were in for the long run Now you're just another heartbreak Oh, you don't know how this goes If I'm being honest, yeah It might take a little longer For us to be cool again It might take a little longer Take a little